1: of enemy territory, downtown Toronto, alongside Brandon Pillar up in Collingwood. And for the first time in nine days, the Ottawa Senators have lost a hockey game. 6-3, the final score against the Calgary Flames in a game where, as far as I'm concerned, you can burn the tape. Two goals in the first five minutes, and the Senators weren't able to mount a big comeback. It seemed like it. They were down 5-1, The Ottawa Special, they scored the next goal, but ultimately fell despite getting three on the power play. And as the win streak concludes, a goal streak continues. We'll get into all that and our Send Central standouts. And of course, it's the weekend edition of Locked On Senators. So we have our Send Central citizen. It's Cole Malone all the way from Alberta. Timely with the series going on now. Fun conversation with him about music, hockey whole lot more. This is the Locked On Senators podcast, your team every day. Today is Saturday, February 27th. We're recording just after Ottawa's 6-3 defeat. They are now 7-15-1 on the season. Pilsy, this one did not get off on the right foot.
2: No, the Ottawa Senators have been doing a good job of getting off to a good start lately. But I guess the afternoon game kind of threw them off here because they did not get off to a good start. But you kind of knew the Flames were going to come back with something. Or you hoped, if you're a fan of the Calgary Flames, because they fell absolutely flat the game before. So they gave it back to the Ottawa Senators here. So tough one to go down, uh, lose this one 6-3, but... Series is tied up at one. These two are going to see a lot of each other in the upcoming week here. So not that big of a deal. And I'm sure the Sens are going to want to bounce back after this one too.
1: So the Calgary win gives them a victory apiece now with Ottawa in this series. The rubber match will be Monday, March 1st. And then Ottawa will play Montreal, but then head right out to Calgary for two more against these same flames. To start the game though, nifty stick handling by Johnny Goudreau to get into the zone and find Yusof Valamaki for his first goal in two years. This was Lassie Thompson's D-partner in Eels at the start of the season, but Valamaki, a full-time NHLer two years ago, and then had knee surgery, missed the entire year. You could see that in the Sally; He was pretty fired up, but that really got the ball rolling for Calgary and pushed them eventually to a 3 nothing lead in the first 11 minutes.
2: Yeah, and the similar thing with all three of those Calgary goals is bang-bang plays, right? I'm not really going to say it's anyone's fault in particular. Like they were maybe could have had better gap control, but the flames did a good job of getting that puck to the slot and quick one-time shots that end up turning into goals. And Murray just wasn't quick enough to stop those. And yeah, you talked about it. Goudreau gets in there. Nice. We saw, you said you wanted to see a big game from Goudreau and uh, Monahan, or at least you were looking out for them and they showed up here. Even Matthew Kachuk also showed up. So The big three for Calgary finally seems like they were in tune.
1: Well, not even just those three. How about the captain, Mark Giordano, minus four, the first minus four of his entire career, a really long and prosperous NHL career. So, you know, he was going to bounce back. They kept showing clips of him in warm up, just barking at guys. He set the tone for that Calgary Flames team today. He was a plus three for them. He had an assist and really he was just all over the ice. So this was a pushback game. But Ottawa, to focus on them and focus on starting to mount a touch of a comeback while well, at least avoiding an embarrassing first period was Drake Batherson just quick-strike offense on the power play, and that's something that the ball got rolling on was Ottawa's power play with the two-goal performance against Montreal, and they didn't have an opportunity in the last game against Calgary, a clean sheet from both sides. So they get back on the power play, and they convert early. Take us through Batherson's seventh. Of the season,
2: what I like about Bathurst's play here is this is something he's really um, made a pattern of. Is he gets in to kind of the slot, but closer to the face-off circle, and he'll really sell shot. He'll start winding up for a wrist shot. He'll move his feet, but the whole time he's scanning for a pass. So that makes him a dual threat option. Either he can try to find Timmy back door, or. You saw the option number B is fired on net, especially when he sees that there's a screen in front that he thinks he can fire it through and no chance for Riddick on that one. That's just an amazing shot from a guy who is feeling it. Like we got to start calling him Mr. Clean because it's bath time every single night for him. Not only just one goal, but <laughs> Ross, he stings you again with a goal and assist oh. two points. So close to that three point bet that you're trying to hit on betonline.ag.
1: I know, I know. I've been basically putting $5 into a donation jar each and every game this year, but I still haven't hit the point where if he wins, I'm down. He still has it in him, so I'm going to keep rolling with $5. Hey, by the way, you and I, 15 bucks each right now, Matthew and Brady each scoring a goal in this game, going to a fantastic cause. Of course, Brian Fasor still in the forefront of our minds As we roll on with this send season, it was awesome to see the Sens wearing the BF deckles with the the red blood drop. Again, Brian was so huge and instrumental in getting awareness for blood donation and how important that is. So it was awesome to see that acknowledged. However, going into the second period, Sean Monaghan, you mentioned the big three getting going for Calgary. He scores on a power play, but then the real backbreaker was the opportunity Ottawa had to make it four two and instead the play went the other way shorthanded and Andrew Mangiapani made no mistake was that really kind of the TSN turning point in this one
2: I would say so because, yeah, you thought you had a hold on this and then you have the power play and they come back on a two-on-one and the Sens almost cleared that, but they bobbled the puck and then they end up burying it. The Flames shorthanded, Mangiapane. He had a good game, I thought, and I actually thought he played all right in the first game too. He's a Plus nice little four. player. Yeah that's, yeah, that's a nice day for sure. But the Sens, they even the score on that very same penalty, Colin White with the goal right off the face-off and – I really like Colin White's instincts here. Like the faceoff gets won by Nick Paul. He scoops in right away, gets it, and angles himself towards the net. And he's changing his angle ever so slightly, skating, gliding, gliding. He finds the sweet spot where he has a lane to the top shelf area and the defenseman isn't in that lane. And he buries it. Like Colin White, what I always love about him is his awareness to get in good positions to score. And his shot is good, it's not great but his positioning is what allows his shot to really shine. So there's another goal, another power play goal for Colin White.
1: Don't look now, but Colin White with three goals in his last two games coming off a pair in the first meeting between the Flames and Senators. So you think at that point, 5-2? I mean, these kids, they work so hard every single shift. I didn't feel at this point that the game was out of reach. They, They had put up a good effort, and outside of that, short-handed goal I think played a pretty good game we're gonna get into this whole falling business the ice was just awful but Matthew Kachuk had himself a great game he tried his patented between the legs move and then midway through the second period fake that Murray completely bit as though he was gonna try it again and Matthew missed a wide open net but this time it was a beautiful deflection to put one upstairs and really at that point the game had a reach at 6-2
2: Definitely. I mean, at that point, the game's out of reach and uh, you and I want to contribute some money to charity. So why not give Kachuk a goal and uh, we can help out a good cause. But that was a nice play by Kachuk, right? In the patented Kachuk family office, he gets that tip and no chance there for Matt Murray.
1: At that point, though, should Matt Murray have still been in the game? I saw a lot of heat on Twitter, maybe when it was even 3 nothing, that you make the goalie change. Not that they were stinkers and and Murray should have had all of them, but just to change the momentum and Joey DeCourt ends up coming in for the third period. Do you think he should have been in that game earlier?
2: Uh, I don't think so because yeah, like you said, Matt Murray, I, I can't really pinpoint many of those goals on him. Like they're bang, bang plays. Uh, just the Calgary flames being hungry and wanting to bounce back and getting good opportunities and capitalizing on them. So I think that's okay. But I do like if, if you're a goalie, I would weigh rather, especially Joey Decor, this is his season debut. I would way rather the coach give me a heads up at the end of the period. I get 20 minutes to kind of mentally prepare and then go in fresh with a fresh sheet of ice. This is my crease and feel a little more comfortable about that. So I, from a goalie perspective, we're weirdos uh, in between the years. So the more time we have to prepare mentally to get in the game, I think the better. So that's that's a nice move in my mind, especially when the game's kind of out of reach here.
1: What did you think of Joey's game, his season debut for Ottawa and first NHL game in almost two full years?
2: Well, I mean, hey, you can't get much better than 100% save percentage, so that's pretty good. He stops all five shots, and when he got in the net, he was looking a little... Um, I don't know if hesitant is the right word, but he was really moving quickly. I think he was trying to get his feel for the ice. So I was a little nervous that he was going to get out of position uh, over playing stuff early. But then he got that first save. And I think once you get that first save, you start feeling it, you start getting comfortable. And he settled right in. And he had to make a hell of a save. Uh, Johnny Goudreau back door. Although it was a low shot, you got to get over there. You got to get the pad over. And he got it and covered the rebound too. So... Friend of the show Joey Decord a nice season debut and we're probably going to see him in the back to back coming up here Calgary Montreal
1: I think we should absolutely which one would you like to see him play the finale of this series maybe that familiarity playing at home or at the bell center against the Montreal Canadiens
2: I want to see him playing in this series because he got a taste of the Calgary Flames he did well against them and give Matt Murray a break I think that's the, the right way to do it. And Matt Murray was very successful up against the Montreal Canadiens. So in his why not get him career. in there? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, to your point. Yeah. His stats in his whole career are good. So I think that's the way you move. And uh, I would love to see Joey Decord get a start because we're rooting for him. And this is a big chance for him with Hogberg injured. This is, remember, this is what happened last year in Belleville. He snuck his way into a good spot after taking advantage of a goalie injured and more time for him in the crease. Maybe we can see him do that this time.
1: So Joey Decord ends up winning this game one nothing in a third period sense. Score effects, sure, yeah, they play a role, but Brady Kachuk ends up getting the lone third period tally. Nice play too, right? Just a classic Brady Kachuk, put the puck on net and do it in a physical kind of imposing way, if you will.
2: Definitely. He gets that puck uh, right by the goal line and he's just such a big body. Like for him to kind of get that spin move, you can get a lot of momentum. It's hard for a goalie to really get a handle on what he's going to do. And you're probably nervous he's going to try the Matthew Kachuk move on you at that (laughs) point too. Brady can do it too. I think he had a couple attempts that uh, didn't quite go in last season, but... He knows how to do that. He's been picking up on that for sure. So you got to be careful with Brady Kachuk in tight. And I'm glad he scored that goal. Uh, you know, you just want to, you don't want to let Matthew get a goal and an assist and you come home empty handed. So Brady had to get one in there for sure. The
1: assist for Brady's goal went to Drake Batherson and Thomas Shabbat. So multi-point games for the two of them. So you know what? Burn the tapes on this one is what I would say. Start fresh tomorrow and come back Monday However, the weekend edition of LOSP is all about featuring the fans, our send Central citizens, and where better to go than Alberta, where we caught up with Cole Malone. He's a Perth boy, but living out there to pursue his music career. We're going to play one of his singles at the end of this show. You can bet on that. and You can also bet when you're looking for sports wagering at betonline.ag. It's the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust here on the Locked On Podcast Network. It's BetOnline. And you can go there right now, sign up today for a free account. When you go to betonline.ag on your internet browser, put in your first deposit, and then when you do, you'll see a little sign. It says promo code. Well, good thing because you're a listener to Send Central. You have one. It's locked on for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Pilsy's parlay of the day. He needs a day off after. He needs to regroup and come back strong next week. So look for that. On Monday, but man, oh man, the Parlay City was helping me today get back on track because, like Pillsy said, I've been throwing away a few shekels here and there on some uh, props. That are they likely? No, but my heart wants what it wants, and that's why you bet responsibly. But you bet with BetOnline.ag, the number one place that has us covered at the Locked On Podcast Network. We don't want you sitting on the sidelines. We want you to get into the action. And don't forget to use our promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. It's Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, here he is, our Send Central citizen. It's Cole Malone. All right, we're now pleased to welcome this week Send Central citizen. It's Cole Malone. You can follow him on Twitter at cbmalone. 82 new single out as well we've got the musician cole here one man army we're gonna end the show with it so really excited to chat with cole all the way out in alberta so appropriate timing with the calgary ottawa series ongoing what's up cole welcome to locked on
0: senators oh uh, man thank you guys so much for having me i appreciate it yeah this is uh, other than the loss this is this is a damn good day
2: yeah six three loss in the afternoon uh not a great way to start your day off especially you it's a lot earlier out there yeah. but uh we want to let everyone know cole's a musician we like we said off the top right right in the back he's got records and guitars so let's let's start with that let's get to know you a little better what's yeah, going on with your music career how did you get started and where are you at now
0: yeah well thanks for asking i grew up actually in perth ontario so i uh I started, that's where I started. I started with a rock band there and went to, uh, started in high school and made my way to Alberta, I think in 2004. But I actually played rock music uh, up until I moved to Alberta and I just, I got entered into a country singing competition and, and I got second.
3: That's so surprising.
0: Nice, right? So I was like, "Hey, there might be something here." And then as my voice kind of just got deeper and my writing style got more country, it just kind of worked out here. So I've been able to blend kind of my country rock sound, uh, kind of from back home in Ontario to the Alberta stuff, and my new single, "One Man Army." So uh, it's been a long journey, boys. I'll tell you that it's been a long, long road, many, many stages. But uh, I'm damn glad to be here. That's that's the truth.
1: One constant through all of that, I'm, I'm assuming, is your love for the Ottawa Senators. Did you pick oh, that man. up at a, at a young age?
0: Yeah, I, I think uh, I was around 9 or 10 uh, when, when, uh, when the Sens came out, like 92, 93, whatever it was. And uh, I was hooked. I, was, I think I was part, I don't remember what it was called, but the Sens fan club. Uh, I used to get all that stuff. Um, I have so much memorabilia from back from that day, too. Uh, it's pretty cool. But it's kind of funny. I grew up watching the Sens with my, you know, with my mom and I, we, we would watch it quite a bit, but I didn't really go die hard until I moved to Alberta and uh that's when kind of Carlson kicked in and Carlson hooked me and then it, the obsession started it's been crazy ever since <laughs> so. yeah
2: well hey sometimes a little distance makes uh the love grow stronger right eh? you had to get out, yeah. get away from uh the CTC to really get into the team now you said you had some memorabilia I'm a big yeah. fan of that kind of stuff uh, what do you mean like bobbleheads, flags jerseys what are we talking here
0: yeah i got pennants flags jerseys i think i even got if i dig through my stuff i got some of the original magazines that i got as a Sens fan club uh i think i got 13 jerseys uh and some of them range you back like i have my first one when what's your most random
2: jersey name like player on the back i know uh, everybody if you got 13 there's got to be some weird ones in there
0: honestly most of them don't have a name on the back <laughs> Oh, okay, fair, <laughs> fair. Right, but but I will say the ones I do have a name are Carlson. I got I got uh, three of those, two of them signed, and then one that I wear everywhere. Um, but I'm I'm holding out. I'm waiting for the C to be popped on somebody's chest to buy the new one.
1: Perfect lead-in. Then who are you leading towards? Pilsy's team, Shabbat, and I'm all about Brady.
0: Oh, I'm Brady, man. Sorry. Sorry, man. Bill. It's, oh, it's all Brady to me. <laughs> you know, through, through my time and through my experience, you know, when you see a leader, you kind of just see it. Right. And I, I see a leader there. Um, you know, it's, it's, and you're seeing it develop really, really quickly. I think this year, right. They're turning it around other than today, but whatever, that's going to happen. Um, but I think they're turning around and I think, I think Brady's leading that shift, but that's just my perspective.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to blame anyone for taking that side of the argument because i i would be I would be right there in line with you to get uh, Brady Kachuk C number seven. I would probably get the reverse retro of that. Actually, that's the yeah. one jersey I don't have yet. So, well, I need a white too. Like, yeah. I think I'm probably going to go Kachuk Murray. I think that's. That's the direction I'm going to go there.
0: That's what I'm doing. So the black one is going to be the Kachuk. I think the white one's going to mm, – the white one, I'm not sure yet. It might be Shabbat I'm not sure. But then nice. the red one's going to be whoever I don't. See, that's, that's the plan. I just uh, haven't told my wife yet. That's
1: all. <laughs> yeah, those add up in a hurry. But, hey, might want to save one for Jake Sanderson when he's on his way. Out of this core. Right. who's one of the prospects you see as being a big part of the future?
0: Oh, Drake Patterson, hands down. Like, and I think he proved it again today. Like this, this kid is unbelievable. Every time I watch him, he just go, that's, that's, that's a star right there. And he's got, uh, he's, he's, I think he's getting it figured out. And with him and Stutzel, oh man, this is looking so good. So, yeah. so good.
1: Do you, uh, does he remind you of any former senators of Drake Batherson? watching him play out there?
0: Oh, good question. Yeah, actually. Uh, but I'm not good with names. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. I'm just trying to think. Player comparables are hard. Ross
2: put you on the spot here.
1: Yeah, I yeah, know. P- I'm trying to think. Pilsey yeah. got torched because we had I, I, him uh, compare Stepan to Der- uh, to Stutzla.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. I'm sorry. I'm that sorry. That was asked-
2: simply clickbait. I just uh, just lured all you guys <laughs> in. So uh,
0: that's how you get it <laughs> To done, be fair, know, he said you. a
1: prime, Derek Stepan, not the one you're seeing out there this yeah week.
0: Oh yeah well you know what i think i think it might be a blessing in disguise for him right now right like he uh he gets home to his family i know what it's like to be away from my family and that's tough man that's it's a tough, tough thing to do. I don't make millions of dollars, but it's still a tough thing to do, <laughs> to do right? When you're away from family.
2: Yeah, well, hey, you, you may be on your path to millions uh, with your singles coming up here. Okay. But uh, I got to ask you, um, what is your all time Sens memory? Like if you can think about uh, that one moment in Sens history that really kind of always sticks in your mind, which one are you going with? And at the most, I'll let you have two because one oh, sometimes okay. is hard, but the most I'll give you two.
0: Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, For me, it was the outdoor game. That is something that I wish everything in my power I could have been to. I don't care how cold it was. (laughs) You know, I'm all the way out here. And just to be a part of that, I think would have been amazing. Um, Especially the atmosphere and all the fans and everything back there. I miss that so much. Um, But secondly, would be the Carl pass to, uh, to, um, to Hoffman. Hoffman. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was, that was magic, magic. And in real time, you're just, it, You knew right when that happened, you go, that's iconic. That's a Sens iconic moment right there.
1: 100%. And when uh, you do the Forsberg on a breakaway and it's the second best part (laughs) of the play, I mean, you're you're looking at, yeah. And talk about setting the tone, too. That was 10 minutes in to game three. So the first game in Boston, you split the two. And, uh, man, that just really pushed them into what was such a fun run in 2017. I'm going to steal the question that usually Pillsy asks here. If you're DJ Smith, What's one change that you would do from what you've seen out of the entire uh, season so far?
0: Mm, I, would, I would probably let Landon play. It, that, that one is – I know he's, he's making some mistakes here and there, but uh, I would like to see what we got in him. I really would. You got a lot of defensive prospects coming up too. And I think it's time to start figuring out what we have, and him sitting there is uh, – that's tough. That's tough to watch. So I would like to see that. Um, but I think honestly, I think we got a pretty, I think he's doing pretty good. He's writing this ship. So little tweaks here and there, but that's one thing I'd like to see.
2: Yeah, definitely, and I mean, like, it's tough with Willanen because he hasn't played well enough to deserve a good stretch of ice time. But yes. how can he fix his game if he doesn't get a good stretch of ice time to kind of get in the groove and figure it out? So that's tough for sure. It's now, tough, right? last one for me, Cole. Usually, yeah. we uh, try to get Central Citizens to give a hot take. So I'm going to ask you straight up: Do you have any hot takes cooking for this season? Like, what's something that you've been kind of eyeing and keeping your eye on, and uh, things been clicking? I know you. Said you like Drake Batherson, so maybe you got yeah. something uh, spicy about him.
0: Uh, yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm actually gonna switch it up a bit. I'm gonna go with uh, Stutzler for Rookie of the Year. I think that's he's gonna nice. get it. I think he's gonna get it. This this kid, man, the growth you've seen and like, how what? How many games is this now? Uh, yeah, about but,
1: twenty. Yeah, because he missed the first couple,
0: like, in one of the hard, the hardest league in the world. Yeah, That is unbelievable. So I, I'm, that, I don't know if that's a hot take, but that's what I'm going with.
1: Well, I like it. The alternative to that, it seems like Kirill Kaprizov, maybe in some eyes, is taking, a, taking off with it. But yeah. that hurt a former senator when Mark Stone was 22 years old, Johnny Goudreau was 22, and they gave it right. to the 18-year-old defenseman in Aaron Eckblad, who really didn't have the same body of work. But in right. past Rookie of the Years, they do take into account the younger guys having a, a higher range of difficulty and Tim yeah. Stutz is the youngest player in the National Hockey League. So why not?
0: Yeah, Why not, not. I have love
1: Tim Stutzla? I like that. That's, that's, that's a good it. take. So I'll go with the uh, question. My final one will be about yeah. a different rookie, Josh Norris. Where, what's the ceiling with this guy? Like, I mean, you're watching yeah, Stutzla right? play. He's looking great. But Josh Norris is doing this in the middle of the ice. Do you think that's even more difficult that he's producing that at the rate that he is?
0: Oh, absolutely, especially in the Canadian division. Like the centers that we have in the Canadian division is absolutely ridiculous. And look at what he's doing. You know, and that's, and not only that, his, what, the shortened season last year in Belleville, like that was to what this kid has done, the growth and development, again, in the hardest leagues in the world is unbelievable. And I think right now you're seeing the core all gel. You got, you got everybody together, you're seeing everybody come together and the ship's riding up. So, uh, man, I'm excited to see what Norris has got in the future, that's for sure.
1: Hey, we're excited to see the youth the youth grow into bonafide stars or superstar yeah, in Timmy's case. And we're looking forward to seeing your budding career take off as well. So stay tuned for the end of this episode. We're going to play Cole's new single, One Man Army. You can check it out on all digital screaming services. And give him a follow as well, at CB Malone 82 on Twitter. Cole, pleasure chatting with you. Keep rooting for the Sens out West, yeah, and we'll nice be sure boys. to have you on later on. Thanks again for joining us, man.
0: Thanks, boys. I appreciate it. Take care, everybody.
1: All right. Stick taps to Cole for joining us. Make sure you go download his single. You can listen to that anywhere that you get your song, support a nice local Perth boy, right? Pilsey, And he was a standout for us on our show today, but we did have a few Sen central standouts despite the six, three score. I'll start with our friend of the show. He only played 20 minutes, which for a player, you'd say that was great for a goalie. Not so much, but Joey Decord was solid. And once he settled in and made that first save, he was awesome. And we always say it. You know what, Pillsy? It's been a while since I've said it, so let's get back to it. You can tell that his dad is a goalie coach. He's so technically sound, and he pushes with a purpose. Like I, even there were a few plays where a shot would come in and go get deflected to a different angle. His t pushes are so crisp, and he gets across so fast. Everything is done with a purpose, and that's why I love watching Joey play. He can he, he's athletic with the best of them, but technically. So sound, he's going to be an NHL goalie. And Pilsy, did we just see the best overall setup with the black 2D uniform in franchise history?
2: Yeah, he took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, look good, play good. Shout out Shifty. The mask look great on the ice as well. Those red pads were really popping with the black and red Sens uniform. I think they'll look good with the reverse retros too. That'll be interesting to see. But Joey Decord looking good color-wise and kit-wise, but also five out of five saves. You got to love that. So nice 20 minutes for Joey Decord. Great Sens Central standout. I'm going with another guest on this show, Timmy Stutzler. I thought he had a nice game. Five shots on goal for him. He had a lot of time on the power play today, Ross. How about five minutes and 26 seconds on the man advantage. He is now a regular on that top power play unit. And I like seeing that a lot. I definitely want to see Timmy Stutzle. like his offensive abilities are so good. You need to try to get him on with the man advantage as often as possible. Especially, I really like his ability to break into the zone. Him and Batherson are good at carrying the puck into the zone. Sure, he was a dash two tonight, but it was a tough game all around for the Sens. So I'm giving my Sens Central standout to Timmy Stutzlow.
1: Well, why don't we stick with guests on this show? The first player guest on our show back when it was Making Sense of the Sens. Drake Batherson impresses me more and more every single time I watch him play. We know about the awareness. We know about his hockey smarts, but his skill with the puck is unparalleled I don't think at the right side of this lineup like you have some nice pieces in Dadanov Connor Brown and Austin Watson but man Tim uh, what Drake can do especially with the man advantage being able to pinpoint passes I think is his best attribute we saw his his shot ability on his goal but how good is he is at finding the right player to move the puck to where it's not going to be just one pass and then that guy fiddles around waiting to find the next play he puts it honest on the tape for another guy to be in position to move the puck to the next guy and be able to cause pace and and that's how you get teams running around defensively so drake brings so much more than just the the classic attributes because he controls the pace of the game which is something that timmy does as well i want to touch on this guy's dance moves because look out when clubs reopen in ottawa if he can dance on a at a club like he can on the ice Look out the German superstar is going to be all over the place. This guy is a highlight reel machine. We're now 20 games into his career and he has basically a full four minute highlight reel that you could find on YouTube, right? Like it's, uh, it's amazing to me how, how quick he's turning guys inside out. My favorite play today was the backhand toe drag on the goal line and then coming out front and basically doing the same move that resulted in Brady Kachuk's goal a power move out from the goal line and put the puck on net. So I thought that was a fantastic effort from Stutzle. He had five shots on goal at team high in today's game.
2: Yep. Love the play from Timmy. And I think you really get to see, I hope we get to see more of him in shootouts because that shootout attempt he had was just magical. I've never seen someone move a stick over the puck so quickly, so many times.
1: He's a hundred percent in his career on shootouts.
2: Woo. Same as Joey's uh, season save percentage. Let's go.
1: Yeah, the guests on this show, they're buzzing. Is it a, still a send central bump? Who knows, but we'll take it.
2: Well, I mean, we'd love to have him on the show, Colin White. He didn't get a send central bump, but he's been feeling it lately. Like you said earlier, three goals in his last two games. And on the power play, he's he's kind of been the anchor of that second unit. Eh? Like he's the guy that can finish it off. So Colin White is another guy. I was really happy with his game today. And if Brady, Drake, and Colin White can keep things rolling. Oh, this team is going to continue to be exciting to watch.
1: Yeah, Colin White. Some didn't think he'd be able to stick at center, but as long as he's snapping back 71% of his draws. So what they do, it's Paul Dadanov and Colin White. Dad, or Nick Paul will take the face-offs in the left circle and Colin White in the right circle. So Colin White won five out of his seven draws, whereas Nick Paul won five out of his 10 at 50%. So I kind of like the yin and yang of that line, and Dadnov had a couple more chances today. Once he gets going, that's how school scores are. It'll be, it'll be a little streaky for them, but I think they're on the verge of breaking out, and I think it could come as early as Monday. We have to end the show with maybe something we didn't like, what was going on with the ice? Guys were falling around left, right, and center. There was that egregious Thomas Shabbat behind the net, Goody on a two-on-one incoming. He blows a tire. It seemed like it was exclusively, even Drake Batherson in the second period when the, when the sides are flipped and so he's in the offensive zone, it seemed like there were just ruts at left, right, and center.
2: Yeah, yeah, the ice has got to be better. And, I mean, Gary Bettman can't blame the Sun on this one. There's, uh, They really got to work on that at the CTC. But another thing before we wrap up, uh, just a fun thing I wanted to touch on. How hilarious was that at the end of the game when Brady gets that penalty against Giordano, gives him a shove, and then they pan over to Matthew, who's got his glove in front of his face, trying to stop from laughing so hard. And then Brady skates by him and he says, get in the box, you goon. I don't know what he said at the end, but he's just like, just get in the box. Stop chirping. That was so good.
1: Matthew was saying, get him, G, to to Giordano. I thought that was hilarious because it was a tripping penalty. But right when he realized he had him, Brady dropped his stick. So I don't know if Giordano was just trying to hand it back up, but like he grabbed Brady's stick and Brady just punched him in the back. He doesn't care whether you're a captain or whether it's your first NHL game. He's going to give it to you every time. And that's like, he set the tone for how Ottawa plays night after night. And I mean, even in, in tonight's game, he's still putting out his best effort, even though, yeah, on the plus minus side, not his best game but he's always making an impact. And that's what you have to love about Brady Kachuk.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. And look, maybe the sense didn't come out on the right side of the scoreboard here, but there was a lot of positives. I mean, gone are the days where we're saddened by the power play. Like this power play is clicking now. The last couple of games, other than uh, the 6-1 win, where there was no penalties at all, a real weird game. But they've been hitting 50% of their power plays the last couple of games here. So let's keep that rolling for sure, because that's a big part of this team being successful moving forward.
1: We pumped Connor Brown's tires. Do we have time to talk about that two on one? Again, he creates something and then lets it go.
2: Yeah, he's just so nervous. Like he's I feel like his the gears in his head are just grinding at that point. He's just thinking about a million things. His mind is racing. Like, just get a simple shot on net. Just get it. And I mean, that's what you usually do in these uh opportunities, but Yeah. He was trying to slow up there and probably another result of bad ice kind of slips up and loses it.
1: Yeah. Again, it needs to be fixed for Monday's game. That'll happen in Ottawa. Could there be a new addition to Ottawa's lineup? I doubt it, but Ryan Dezingle out of quarantine tomorrow. So he'll be available to start practicing with the team. I think in Montreal or the first game in Calgary will be the first time we see Dezingle get into the game because he's been sitting on his butt for 14 days. I think it's pretty unfair to him as much as it is to the team to force him into the lineup right
2: away. Yeah, that's true. But w- one thing I did notice is we were hyping up Matthew Pekka. He did not have a lot of ice time today. Six minutes, 36 seconds. Every single other player above 10, even 11 minutes on the ice. So Pekka's ice time really dropped there. So there's there's some ice to be had here. And I think Dzingel's going to get a good chunk of that when he comes back.
1: He had... Three shifts in the third period, Matthew Pecka, and two shifts in the second period. So five shifts in the last 40 minutes doesn't really give you much confidence that he'll be back in the lineup, but the Flames playing such a heavy game. I know he gets in on the forecheck, but mm, I don't know about today's game for Matthew Pecka. He seems like the obvious guy to come out when Ryan Dezingle is ready to be inserted into this lineup. So no show tomorrow. This is the weekend edition of Locked On Senators, but make sure to follow us on Twitter at Sense Central for up to the minute stats, scores, analysis, all the fun stuff from around the world of Sensland land. North Dakota, by the way, a nice 4-2 win for the Nodak Sens. Meaningless game. It wasn't uh, even worth it to them to put Shane Pinto in the lineup. They're waiting for playoffs for him, but we do have to touch. Jake Sanderson scored an absolute beauty. And hey, we had a two assist effort from JBD. But man, how sick was that toe drag snipe by Sanderson?
2: Yeah, he's confident too. Like, man, these guys heading into the playoffs are going to be, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Like, I can't wait to see what this team does when the games actually matter. Like, it's been a while since the games have mattered. They clinched the Penrose Cup two games ago. Before that, they were already rolling. Like, when they get some heavy opponents and it's, Single game elimination, you're gonna see these guys really shine, especially Shane Pinto. I feel like he's gonna a guy that's gonna to elevate to the moment.
1: Cannot wait for that NCHC bubble to start in North Dakota. Stay tuned for all that. We'll be back on Monday for Brandon Miller. I'm Ross Levitan. This has been the Locked On Senators Podcast. Your team every day.
3: Here comes the human now. Can you feel me shake the ground? Cause I've heard enough excuses. Let's find out what the truth is. I'll get on my feet. i take to the streets. I'm knocking at your door, not gonna take all these lies no more. Never said your soul. Marching like a one-man army In a blaze of glory Rewrite our story Fire the words, bull's eye on me But I keep marching like a one-man army Like a one-man army Ever thought we'd settle down Place our roots in stable ground there's another I didn't see coming to the front line when you ain't running. I could war a battle cry. Tooth for a tooth and eye for an You can lie in the bed you made. Time to stand up, wave that white flag. Get on my feet, take to the streets. I'm knocking at your door, not gonna take all these lies no more. Never said your are In a blaze of porn. Never said you're sorry You were gunning for me Fire those words Bullseye on me But I keep marching Like a one Man Army In a blaze of glory Rewrite our story Fire those words Bullseye on me But I keep marching Like a one Man Army Never said you're sorry You were gunning for me Fire those words Bullseye on me But I keep marching The blaze of glory. Rewrite our story. Fire the words, rolls out on me. But I keep marching like a one man only. Like a one man.